Blog Talk Radio. i 
and how it is a matter of heart. Okay, one more time. Tune in as we continue to explore the state of the body of Christ and reveal kingdom truths as we search the scripture and how it is a matter of heart. And the Bible said the kingdom of God is not here or there, but it's within you. That we believe it's coming to this earth, but right now this kingdom is in the hearts of man. Taking on form, though, in the natural, folks. He will rule a thousand years on this earth. you got to know that. But I went on to say in Purcell's show description, we will also show a lack of discipline and wisdom in the life of the believer. And finally, I said, um, sending this to many of you, living the life of a believer is easy. However, the way of the transgressor is hard. This day, I said before you, life and death, choose life. And uh, I know some people say, well, what do you mean the life of the believer is easy? But the but Christ did say, take on my yoke. Uh, learn of me. Uh, folks, since my yoke is easy, my burdens are light. And if you can't say that, that just means you're not trusting in him and leaning on him enough. I'm not being holier than now. This, this very, uh, that particular scripture actually steps on my toe. Because I don't always feel like uh, his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. But tonight, hopefully, uh, we will make it clear that that is exactly what it is. His yoke is easy. Christ can't lie, and his burden should be easy. Uh, just ask the child. They don't have no obligations. They just trust their parents. And so I think when we get their childlike faith, his yoke really does become easy and his burdens light. Because he's carrying the bulk of the load on for the burden, so why wouldn't it be uh, light? So anyway, I just again want to thank you uh, for tuning into the Five Swing Song Network, brothers and sisters. So we've been doing this for a long time since 2011, and uh, over 500 shows. Uh, I think we're close to 550, and soon to be 600. So we've been doing this for a long time, folks, and we want to re- invite uh, you to follow us as we uh, endeavor to do the work of the Father right here on this Five Smooth Stone Network. Um, I remember years ago uh, seeing the body of Christ uh, that I love dearly. So if you tune in tonight to hear somebody just blast the body of Christ and, and just put down the body of Christ and and just talk about Christians and the church in a way that would run off most people from even coming to the Father, that's not the kind of show you got tonight. And I hope that's not the kind of show we're producing ever uh, because the church, the true church, really is the answer in the earth. Even in her rebellion, she's an answer in the earth. Uh, I should say, let me rephrase that. The church is, the church has the answer for humanity because the church is of the Father. The church is a very powerful institution. That's what I was trying to say. Even in this rebellion, it's a powerful institution. I mean, this is the most, there's nothing on our planet more powerful as far as organizations and groups of people with power than the church. If they're obedient, they're far more powerful than uh, anything. But even in their disobedience, they stand far above corporations and 
nonprofits and everything because people are um, uh, wired by faith. Everybody's always reaching out and searching where their faith is concerned. And this is what brings the church in the picture and the search for the most high in the scriptures. And and so, folks, like it or not, this planet, our planet, the most powerful institution on it is the church. So don't hate the church. Don't be discouraged by the church. Don't throw shade on the church as far as from uh, discouraging others. You know, let's do what Christ did, brothers and sisters. Let's go into these uh, assemblies, which are not the church, these assemblies that are on every block or every other block. And if you find some things in it that is not of the Father, Constantine, Christianity, lies, deception, white supremacy, let's take a cord and let's beat them out of the temple. Not physically, brothers and sisters. I'm talking about in love. Uh, holding people accountable, uh, not being disruptive, because everything in the church don't need to be disruptive. disruptive. A lot of good things intact. Leave them alone. But the things that are dividing people, running off our people, discouraging, I'm saying our people, but right now I mean humanity. Uh, This is the problems we should be addressing as far as the church is concerned. So tonight we're going to talk about this church we're going to hit some things. Uh, Priscilla got some other things. It's hard. Y'all going to be surprised at some other things that's going to come up. Again, he asked me to co-host with him. And what we'll do, brothers and sisters, those of you that's going to be co-hosting tonight, uh, we're going to go like 15 minutes, try to go 15 minutes, and then we'll bring on the co-hosts for like four minutes each. And we do have a timer. I'm going to, we just, uh, because it's two of us, and I know how things can get between two of us, may roll over a little bit. Try our best to stay within 15 minutes. But, uh, in the case we don't, um, well, let's just be positive. We'll say we will. All right? Let's just go there. Brothers and sisters, again, I'm Brother Seth. I'm going to have on tonight Brother Purcell Porsche, all of from the city of Cincinnati. We also have in the house, uh, uh, I'll wait on some other calls, but we have calls that's going to jump Purcell tonight. Uh, again, um, follow us, brothers and sisters. Please follow us. Uh, we uh, we want our presence big on the net, uh, social media. Some of y'all, you know how you are. You don't look at our organizations or you don't look at blogs if it have a few followers or so. We don't have a few. We have hundreds, but we want thousands. We deserve it. We've, we've, we've paid the cost. Whatever blog you're going to tune into and have six people that love the most high that's trying to please and they're trying to line up their lives, different ages, different sex. Where else are you going to find that? Please tell me. I've never seen it on any any network, any talk show. So then the knowledge that we we're putting out there about our Israelites and about the one world government, about the uh, white supremacy, and just talking about those questions, like I say so often, the Five Stone Network, what we do, we talk about things that the Father truly is saying. No, 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 he really is saying, but you just can't hear those topics addressed in your local churches. That is the truth, and that's what we do, folks. We talk about things that the Father really is saying, can't hear in your local churches. It's a shame, actually, but it's a reality. So, again, I'm going to go to the phone lines uh, and bring on the one and only Purcell Porsche. And uh, 
make sure I've covered everything. By the way, please share this program. I guarantee you, especially if you are, um, well, everybody, share the show. If it's a blessing, share it. Copy the address and paste it in your text and send it to people. Text people this address and say, man, you got to check this out. They was talking about the church. They were talking about the Israelites. And uh, they was going in tonight. Text this show. Matter of fact, go ahead and text some people right now our show address and let them know it's five soon on his own. They got a brother on the somebody talking about the church and uh, some different concerns you have about the church. We're going to be hitting the Israelite question. Some of the, uh, 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 I'll let Purcell get into this, but we're going to be talking about the, uh, the uh, Israelite question as far as, you know, why some of us say Jesus and Yeshua. Why do we say what we say? And, and, and I'm going to let him get into that, though. And uh, also, I want to remind everybody, comment on the show. I never say this, but comment on the shows. At the, at, after each show, go to the bottom of the show, right there where you're hearing us on the Internet, and type in a comment. That'd be nice. Let Purcell know what you think about the show tonight and any of the shows, really. If you listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, we're not charging you anything, folks, and we're taking time out of our precious schedule. Let people know they're appreciated, all right? by leaving a comment. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines and bring on our host, one of our hosts. I'm going to be hosting. Priscilla asked me to host with him, so I'm going to try my best to uh, let him at least do most of the talking because this really is his night. But I'll chime in, and when, what we'll do is we'll try our best not to be longer than 15 minutes, and then we'll go to the co-host, four minutes each, and then uh, uh, each co-host get four minutes each. And, and Coles, I'm asking you, please, please stay within four minutes. We got to get experts because when we go to a bigger venues and they say, "Hey, I'm going, let's go to such and such in L.A. or wherever you're going to be," and CNN say four minutes, they mean four minutes. So we got to learn how to just tighten everything within the whatever the scope we're working with. At the end of the show, we only have a minute. We got to learn how to just 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 bottle it up in the minute. So we're gonna see how we do tonight, but we do have a timer. Per se, your line is open. Uh, Erico 513331. Go ahead and say hello to the people, brother. Welcome. Thank you, Seth. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, we bring you we bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, um, where we actually our mission is to help to restore the saltiness of the believer and the passion for kingdom principles through rightly dividing the word of truth. Um, I took my time on this today because I want to be very clear on what the thrust of Salt Life Kingdom Ministries is about. Um, Again, our mission is to help to restore saltiness of the believer and the passion for kingdom principles through rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, What in the world does that mean? The saltiness of the believer. Well, I'm so glad you asked. Um, The scripture says in Matthew 5 verse number 13 That ye are the salt of the earth Ye being you and I All of us who have accepted 
the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And we've chosen um, uh, under our own volition to follow him uh, and, the, and the teachings of the Father. Um, the one thing I appreciate about Jesus is the fact that he never talked about himself. He always uh, directed you back to the Father. Um, he gave all of the credit, all of the credence, all of the glory, all of the honor to the Father. Um, so it is my honor to be heir and joint heir with him uh, in this mission, again, to help to restore the saltiness of the believer. It is necessary for us to really and truly understand that we are the salt of the earth. It is us that is under a microscope. It is us that the world is watching. Um, as a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that the world is looking for the sons of God to manifest. And only those who are salty will be the ones who are effective and advance the kingdom of God. So, again, we are the salt of the earth. Uh, and the Bible said if the salt lose his favor, wherewith shall it be salted? If the salt lose his favor, wherewith shall it be salted? If the salt lose his favor. In other words, if we lose sight of the mission of Christ, if we lose sight of the plan of God, if we lose sight of the word of God, if we block our ears up and blind our eyes, then we have lost the, his favor. It is so important that we stay in relationship. We, relationship. We talk more about religion today than we do relationship. This is my thrust. This is my thrust. We talk more about religion than we do relationship. We are more concerned about whether or not I say Yeshua or whether or not I say Yah than we are about simply apologizing one to another. Simply uh, uh, showing love one to another. We put more emphasis on that, in my opinion, than we do the simple things that uh, identify 
us as the believer. In fact, the Bible said that's the way they'll know you, by the love that you show one to another. I think, well, I don't think. I believe what has happened in many instances as it relates to the body of Christ. Now, when I'm talking about, uh, let me me clarify. uh, Hold on a second. You're getting into your message. So we got co-hosts. Did you want them to say hello or did you want them to just leave where they are and we come to them later? No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Actually, I want to get right into this. Um, When when we bring the co-hosts on, allow them to introduce themselves, um, and then uh, let's talk about what we're talking about. Um, okay. So let's really get right into it because I I really don't want to be the reason that we go over and that we go over too far, but I do want okay. to uh, cover some ground um, and, and let's look at what's important and what's not important uh, okay. as it relates well, so we'll- to... Well, thank you for that, Purcell. What we're going to do, everybody, you heard Purcell, we're going to go about 15 minutes. Is that 15 minutes okay, Purcell? I mean, I'm talking here, but this is your show. You're, that's, that's, that's perfect. Okay, so that's we'll perfect. go about 15 minutes, brothers and sisters, and then we'll bring the co-hosts on, and we'll um, let them go about uh, four minutes each. We, we do have a timer. We'll use a timer tonight, and that's what's coming your way. So go ahead, brother. Okay, so... Um, and, I just and, wanted, and by the I way, I'm sorry. To... Please, please allow me because we got some people that came in late. Purcell and I are co-hosts, and so this 15 minutes to be shared among us. But I'm, I can assure you, he's going to carry the weight of that. Go right ahead, brother. Okay. Okay. Um, greetings, everyone. Let me back up. Let me back up. Um, uh, protocol to everyone who's on the line. Uh, protocol simply means respect. The, the necessary respect uh, that's due your name. I honor you. I appreciate you. Um, each and every one of you, you know who you are. Um, I thank you all for supporting um, Seth, the co-founder or the founder and um, creator of the Five Smooth Stones Network. I appreciate also you, Seth, uh, for creating the Five Smooth Stones Network and creating this outlet um, that gives us the opportunity to share Christ um, and all of his glory. Uh, I appreciate the Five Smooth Stones. Support Five Smooth Stones, call in, share, all of that. Um, Really would like to have uh, uh, the phone lines just blow up. Um, Call in. Call in with with your views. Call in with your your thoughts, your ideas, your comments, your questions. Call in. Call in and let's blow this thing up. This is um, a very, very wealthy place. This is a wealthy place. Um, So, yes, call in. Thank you again for the Five Smooth Stones Network. Um, And, again, I am Purcell Lindell Porsche, all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio, we bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Um, something that I wanted to cover tonight, um, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, my thrust is the state 
of the body of Christ. Um, I know that my assignment is to uh, the believer in the body of Christ. Um, we have uh, strayed so far away from uh, the mission and and the, the, the method um, that we have become um, 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 very, very confusing to the one who is on the outside looking in, as well as those of us who are in the mix and in the thick of it, we are wondering, okay, what in the world is going on? Uh, what happened to the conviction? Um, what happened to contending for the faith? What happened to uh, walking circumspectly? Uh, what what happened to uh, the reverence, um, the fear of the Lord? What happened? Where did it go? What happened to the saltiness, if you will? Um, where did we lose his favor? Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but um, that that's 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 been the questions that I'm asking the Lord. I'm I'm like, what, Lord, what what in the world is going on? Where have we fallen? Where have we fallen off the wagon? Um, again, I don't know. I don't know if if you see that the same way, um, but I do. Um, I. I saw something on television uh, yesterday where it was a court show I was watching. And um, there was a, a, a gentleman on there who was a pastor. Um, and he was um, um, in court against a young lady who was the secretary of the church. And their argument was, he, he slept with, he was sleeping with the secretary and the deacon's wife. And he said to the judge, well, this ain't the only, uh, I'm not the only one that you've heard this from as a preacher. As if to say, I mean, we, we, I mean you know, we human. It's what we do. And this is not just on TV, y'all. So I heard some of y'all say, oh, man, that's, that stuff is staged. Yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. But we got some stuff going on within the four walls of the body of Christ that looks and sounds just like that. And we have accepted it as if it's just commonplace. Um, we have a situation here in Cincinnati with some crazy stuff like that, where this guy's business is all over uh, YouTube, you know. Um, of course, we have several others, you know, and they make excuse for it, and we continue to sit up under this foolishness. These, these people continue to uh, scatter the sheep, and we continue to sit back as if, it's okay, but the Bible that I read said or says open rebuke is better than secret love. 
we have got to get back to contending for the faith. What we've done is we've allowed all of these deflectors, all so many different things that um, have taken precedence over the word of God and the will of God for the life of the believer. And we've fallen prey to that foolishness. Um, so uh, I, I alluded to um, the whole how do we address him, you know, and I wrote something down today and it simply said this. It says, if I don't address Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ as Yeshua, or recognize God as Yahweh, it doesn't make me any less Hebrew or Israel. I am more concerned about the mission and the move of God in the life of the believer. That's my thrust. That's my concern. That is um, why I do what I do. This is why I stand for the gospel's sake, because I believe that, again, like Seth said in his introduction, he said that the church in the earth is the most powerful entity on the planet. And I believe that. But it's the entity that is uh, uh, subject to the mind of Christ and the will of the Father. That's, that's the structure that is the most powerful because I have a T-shirt that I created, and the T-shirt simply says, my confidence is in the power of God. My confidence is in the power of God. Apart from him, I am nothing. I don't have no power apart from him. None. Okay? So, um, and I wanted to address an elephant in the room by dealing with that whole, the whole Hebrew thing, the whole Israelite uh, uh, um, set up. I don't I'm not um I'm not uh confused as to who I am. Okay. I'm not confused as to who I am. Um but I don't see the importance of stressing that as it relates to furthering the kingdom of God. Um, I see it as, and this is in my own opinion, I just see it as one of those deflectors. I see it as one of those deflectors. Um, I've heard on the show people saying stuff like, um, we don't believe in Paul. Um, I've heard people saying stuff like, and Paul, uh, of all people, um, 
directed our attention back to the Christ. Uh, of course, after his conversion, um, he, he directed us in such a way that let us know the importance of having the mind of Christ or following the Christ. Um, I've heard on the show, um, I don't believe in the New Testament. Okay, I, I believe in the New Testament. Um, I hope that doesn't make me any less Hebrew. I believe in the New Testament. I believe that the New Testament is a springboard for next. What's next? I believe, I believe the New Testament is not the end. I believe the New Testament is the beginning. Um, and again, a springboard to what's next. Um, I think when we limit ourselves that way, I think what happens is that contributes to the state of the body of Christ because I believe what happens is we become stagnated. We become stagnated and we don't move forward or we don't allow ourselves to move forward into what God is doing next. The Bible said, remember not the former things, neither the things of old, for I am doing a new thing, says the Lord. We we limit ourselves when we close our minds off that way, in my opinion. Now, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm not the dullest either. I'm, I, I'm just, uh, I, I like how they say, clichéically, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. I am a follower. Uh, I'm in tune to what the Spirit is saying. Okay? My ideas are no more. I, like Paul, it's no longer I that live, but the Father that lives in me. That's how I, that's how I tend to operate. Um, and what I, what, I, what I recognize with this, the state that the body of Christ is in what I recognize is I recognize that it is a state of mind. It's a state of mind. Not only is it a state of mind, but it is a heart issue. It's a heart matter. It's a matter of the heart. The Bible told us in, let me, let's look at, I'm going to show you something here in uh, the book of Deuteronomy, the Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter and the fifth verse said to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. The book of Proverbs tells us in the third chapter uh, to lean not, to, to, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. We have very clear, clear direction in scripture as to where and how we should move and operate in the body of Christ. But somehow we have gotten um, off course. 
I know I'm not tripping because I am the body of Christ. And I see it all day, every day. I see it all day, every day. And it it does uh, the father a disservice. It does the father a disservice and it saddens my heart to to know that I am the body of Christ and to to have to um, um, kind of stomach this stuff, if you will. But I believe that God is raising up a remnant. God is, I believe God is raising up a remnant that has a sour taste in their mouth, and they are also tired of it. They also want the saltiness back. They also want to see the kingdom of God advance. They also are hearing uh, and understand and know who we are and are eager to, uh, to uh exemplify or represent, if you will, the Christ as we know it, as we know it for real. Right now, the body of Christ looks like they got three heads. We look like we got three heads. We look like a monster. We are living an an abominable, in many cases, now there's always an exception to the rule. There's always an exception to the rule. So when you hear me talking, I don't want to have to keep going back and saying, well, there's always an exception to the rule. I'm not talking to everybody. Okay. Let's just make that crystal right out, right out the gate. I'm not talking about everybody. There are some of us out here who is actually trying to live this thing. Seth has said this numerous times on this Five Smooth Stones Network. There are those of us who actually are contending for the faith. There are. There really are. There really are. There are. There really are people out here who uh, who are uh, subject to the leading of the Holy Ghost. They really are. They really are. There really are people out here who believe. What the word says about us, we believe it. We really believe it. We really do understand that we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We really do believe it. There are those of us out here. But there, we are sprinkled sparsely throughout the body of Christ. I believe God is going to pull us all together and we will make up the remnant. And we will, what will begin to happen is we will begin to separate the wheat from the tear. But it was necessary, even in scripture, for the wheat and tear to grow up together so that we know which one is which. <laughs> he is, he is. Establishing a remnant. Right now, he's establishing a remnant. But we are, right now, as the body of Christ, suffering. Suffering. We are, we are, we are carnal. We are 
one track mind. We are um, on several different pages. Um, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we have a church on every corner, and each one of them is teaching or preaching a different message. I saw a video the other day of the first man, the man, the set man and the first man. This dude has subjects standing next on either side of his chair in the pulpit, standing him. <laughs> I, I I I chuckle because that's what the enemy is doing to us. He might be he might be uh, he, matter 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 of fact he might be in an all out belly laugh at us. For some foolishness like that I gave you one instant But there are Numerous Numerous setups like that In the name of the Lord Numerous Setups like that And then we got We got the us against them syndrome Is what I call it With the Hebrew and the Israelite thing Against the quote-unquote believer or Christian. My friends also flips my belly. But we're saying things like we're all brothers and sisters. Okay? Then we have uh, the black church and the white church. But we're all brothers and sisters. I've said something about this before. That don't compute for me. With the mind I got, this kind of stuff don't compute for me when we are supposed to um, be the subjects or be heirs and joint heirs with uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. But yet we are, and we are supposed to be all brothers and sisters. In the Lord Yet we are so divided We're so divided And we're a lazy people You've heard me often reference a scripture um, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 2 Timothy 2 and 15 states That Study to show yourself approved A workman that need not be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, that particular scripture, in the context of that scripture, in the words of uh, my brother Elishua, <laughs> in the context of that scripture, we understand that uh, Paul is talking to Timothy in his vocation. Him being a pastor, he's encouraging him that way. However, in the context of that scripture, we know that that scripture is applicable to every born-again believer on the planet. Why? Because it's not enough to trust what the preacher said. 
in scripture. Hey, Purcell. It's not enough. Yes, sir. Didn't know if you, yes, I guess I'm your human timer, but you can keep going. It's your show, but you are uh, a little over 15. Okay, let me let me finish up with this. There's this a couple of things that I want to share right quick, and then we can we can open up the phone lines to the other guests. Um, and I apologize, guys, if I'm uh, if it appears no, 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 as though I'm your rambling show, on. No, you don't have to um, apologize. It's your show. I don't I don't want to be rambling on though. I just want you to know uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. I want to. Uh, convey that this is my thrust. This is a passion of mine is this is why um, I keep on keeping on because I like David. This is this is now listen to what David said and 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 just imagine that this this is me talking. David said, I would have fainted had I not believed to see. Believe being the operative word. The goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I believe it. This is why I continue to, uh, like the scripture said, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because I believe in it. I believe in this quote-unquote gospel. I believe in the Christ. I believe in Yah. I believe in uh, Yeshua. I believe in it. I believe this thing wholeheartedly. I believe the whole Bible. Nothing added, nothing missing. I believe the whole Bible. Amen. I believe the whole Bible. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the person of the Holy Ghost. I believe in the person of the Holy Ghost. I believe in the person of the Holy Ghost. There is nothing I can do apart from him. He leads and guides me into all truth. When I wake up in the morning, I say, I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. That's what I say every morning. I promise. I ain't making it up. I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Lead me and guide me into all of the truth that you have for me today. Every day when I get up, that's what I say. Because I know that if 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 he's not leading and guiding me, I'm subject to just about any and everything that's going on around me. But it's the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost that keeps my spirit man in check, keeps my soulish man in check, keeps my uh, flesh in check. The Bible said that a man that can't control his own spirit is like a city without walls. And this is how I see the body of Christ right now. We're like a city without walls. 
because we're allowing any and everything to go on around us. I just saw on the news tonight uh, about this whole same-sex marriage thing. It's the bill is up. Uh, there are those who are um, for it, several several who are for it. They said that some Republicans even crossed the line and came over to the to the Democrats to to an agreement with them for this whole same sex marriage thing. And then I also heard them them report that Biden said he can't wait till it gets to his desk because he's immediately going to sign it. Same-sex marriage. Where are we? Where are you, people of God? Where are you? There's a, there's a young lady in Covington, Kentucky, who was a judge on the bench. She refused to marry a same-sex when this thing first came out. She refused to marry a same-sex couple and lost her job behind it. I commend her. I commend her. I'm not happy that she lost her job, but I commend her for her stand for the kingdom of God. I commend her. Where are we, people of God? Where are we? Where are we? This is what I realized. In order for us to get the saltiness back, look, listen to this. This is what I realized. These are the things that we must start doing. Okay? First of all, we must be led in the spirit of God, right? Okay? I'm going to move a little fast here. Uh, I'm going to share some scriptures that you can go to for yourself. Because I would love to read them, but for time's sake, uh, I want to get everybody else in. But again, just know that this is a passion. So, I mean, I said I apologized last time, but unapologetically, I am very passionate about this issue because this is a, this is an issue that's plaguing, plaguing, plaguing the body of Christ. Okay, so we must first. First thing we got to start doing is being led of the Holy Ghost. Okay? But before that, we must want to be led. We have to want to be led of the Holy Ghost. Psalms 40 and 8. You can write these scriptures down and come back to them in your own time. We must be willing to do what God says. We must be willing to do what God says. We are the people of God. The Bible said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. If you recognize the teachings of the Christ, you will see that he always, again, pointed us back to the Father, but he was always willing to do what the Father said do. John 7, verse 17. 
We must look to God's word. We got to look to God's word. Psalms 119, 105. I believe Psalms 119, 105 says that the word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. We have to look to the word of God. Psalms 119, 105. Also Psalms 119 and 133. God's will is found in God's word. We have to seek the will of the Father. Paul taught us in Romans 12 and 2 to be not conformed to this world. That simply means be not conformed to this world system but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. God's will never contradicts his word. Never contradicts his word. Again, now, we also have to ask the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit to be, to be, my, to be our guide. I said that. When I wake up every morning, I say, the Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me into all of the truth that you have for me today. James 4 and 2, Psalms 27 and 11. That's what the Holy Spirit does. I think I touched on this a little earlier, but this is just a a little sin, if you will. The Holy Spirit reminds us God plus our idea equals inspiration. Satan plus our idea equals temptation. Okay? So we have to humble ourselves also. These are things we have to do to bring the saltiness back. We have to humble ourselves. Ask humbly of him. Ask humbly. Like I said, if we lack wisdom, ask. And he'll... Give it to us freely and upbraid it now. That's what the scripture said, right? So we have to humble ourselves. Psalms 25 and 9. Ask in faith. Anything that's, that's not done in faith is sin. That's the word. Anything that's not done in faith is sin. So we have to ask in faith. In faith. Remember, Hebrews 11 and 6. That it's impossible to please God without faith. For before you even come to him, you must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we have to ask in faith. Ask in faith. This is how we get back to the saltiness. This is how we get back. <coughs> James. Chapter 1, verse 5 through 6. We must listen for God's response. Don't get ahead of God. Pray for ears ears to hear and eyes to see. But we must listen for his response. Listen for his response. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. <clears throat> so, um, I know I said a lot here, y'all. Um, I know I touched 
a couple of controversial things, I'm okay with that. Jesus said, I come to offend. Everything that I say or everything that you say shouldn't be all uh, all lofty and wonderful. It should make me squirm in my seat a little bit sometimes, especially when I'm talking about the word of God and the will of the Father. Amen. So, Shay, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, we, we, we got work to do, y'all. It's a major mission ahead of us, in front of us. It's a major, major mission as it relates to the body of Christ. We've got some major issues in front of us, major issues. What kind of gospel are we handing down to our children? That's another way for us to get the thoughts of this back. We have to live a life that's pleasing to God before our children. Because I think what, hap- what has happened with our children is they've become uh, discouraged. Because it looks as if this God that we speak about is not working for us. I know, I, I mean, I could say that, I could speak for me. I've been through some stuff. I my children saw, have seen some stuff happen as saved as I am in my own life. And it's sad for me to say right now, and I'm being transparent, because uh, I need you all to know that I live this thing, man. I walk this thing out on a daily basis. Neither of my children Right now, neither of them are in church. None of my children are in church. And that that, that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. So, again, man, I'm, I'm this, this thing... Is a major mission for me, man. If I have to stand on an island by myself and shout from the rooftop, this that I believe, then I'm I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. We talked about a posture. Uh, I think it was last week or Monday. We was talking about how we wanted to go out, and I think John said he wanted to go out swinging. And I said, I'm with John. I want to go out swinging too. This thing is serious, y'all. We are losing this battle. Yeah, I read the back of the book too. We we win, but right now we losing bad. We're losing. So that being said, again, I know I said a mouthful, um, and I'm going to stop. I'm not finished, but I'm going to stop for the sake of time um, and for the sake of um, what say you, what say you. Seth, you can go ahead and um, open the phone Um, lines up because I can go. I can keep going. Well, let me ask you this. You you okay with a 30-second break? 
Yeah, that's cool. All right, folks, we'll be back. Again, y'all tune into the Five Smooth Stone Network. For Sarah Prochet, doing this thing, sharing from his heart, sharing some conviction from from his heart and even some emotional uh, uh, things that really touched up to a lot of us. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Sarah Porsche just sharing his heart 
open up the phone lines. Everybody's line is now open. That goes Pastor Chris, Ella Shua, Brother John. Um, these are three co-hosts. So I'm gonna. Um, I'm supposed to be hosting with Purcell, but I'm gonna flip into a co-host mode and just limit myself on the four-minute timer. So that I can moderate the show, I can, I'll go ahead and go first and get my little four minutes out the way, put myself on a four-minute timer. Purcell, um, make sure his line is open. Purcell, uh, yeah. just so you know, man, I sympathize with you. I feel you as far as the comments, especially about your household. At the end of the day, if this don't affect your children, what are we doing? And I don't know that it's you per se, probably more than more so than the church, the state of the body of Christ. That's probably making things look unattractive to your children, my children. They're just not going for the okie doke. You know, they know they're, 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 it's, it's, it's time for those that know the true God, call him up. Let he whose God is real answer by fire. Because hip-hop, gods of the world, is answering in their own way. Technology, gods of the world, is answering in their own way. Notice I didn't say by fire, because they don't have the fire, but they're speaking loud. The wealth, the the toys, that hip-hop, and, and technology is looking invincible, like it's bigger than God to some people. And then white supremacy, I mean, which is probably the biggest giant standing on our planet, the muscles of this white man. And there goes our children go into this world and and we're hollering about this Christ and kingdom and healing and whenever they have a healing line at our churches, I promise you the lines are big at the Pentecostal churches than in the Baptist churches. There's a lot of confusion, man. But that song I played, Now Unto Him, which is able to keep you from falling. Just remember, brother, actually, hold on a second. I did not put myself on the timer. Very serious with this timer thing. Y'all bear with us, those of you listening, saying, why are you putting it? We just want to keep order. So I'm going to put myself on three minutes. I already went a minute. So, brother, I just want to encourage you, man, because we've said a lot on this show. And uh, if you're seeing the hypocrisy in the pastors and all of the sinning, and it's rattling you, and you're saying, "Where's the standard?" And I can, I can, I can imagine, man, without even getting into that. But I do want to address something you said about the Hebrew Israelites. Uh, why and how? How is it mattering? This is just Malo two cent. We've talked off the air a lot about this, and what troubles me is we've had so many shows talking about this. And if I'm not getting it out, I have failed. And now I'm taking this personal. And it's bigger than you. It's bigger than Ella Shoe. It's bigger than Pastor. I keep telling y'all that. 
I don't look. I don't do shows just for my boys. There's people listening and going to be listening to future. That's who I'm talking to. Y'all included in that. But this is bigger than all of y'all. If I am not promoting Christ and people can't see Christ over the Hebrew Israelite message, that I have failed. There's a gentleman on my job, my old supervisor. He listened very attentively. And his thing is some of what you're saying. But I just want to make this very clear. We are talking about the same person when we say Yeshua. I just prefer to say it because it's more accurate to as far as what he, what his name was. But like the Bible says, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. So every tongue means different languages is going to be saying his name. And it ain't going to be the same name. It's going to, it ain't going to sound the same if different languages say it. So right there, Jesus can slide in because it means we're talking about a certain person. And whatever we say, some people call him a strange name. It's Burden Bear, Waymaker. They really call it on it. They pray like that. Does the Father say, no, my name is Yeshua? So I'm with you with the spirit of it. That's why I play songs with Jesus in it. Some people ain't listen to my show. Hebrew is like, because I don't say, you know, I ain't playing no Hebrew songs. How am I not playing Hebrew songs with the people that are crying out in these songs are Israelites and they're praising the Most High? We have to be very careful. This show is very important tonight. So I'm going to just talk about briefly why the fire was strong. Put this message out. The Hebrew message. Number one, Yahweh looked like he picking on us. If we don't know why we're going through what we're going through, and there's no other person that's going to explain what. Golly. Woo-wee. That three minutes came fast. <laughs> my, my, my. <laughs> Come back okay. to us. Come back to us, man. Let's move. Anyway, I got. Anyway, let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> That's actually funny. Okay, let's go to the phone line. Let's hear from, um, let's see who put on the phone along. Pastor Chris, why don't you go first? You hardly ever go first. We'll, we'll let you go first, being the elder of us. Okay, Pastor Chris, line drop. I don't think it's line drop. I think he hung up. But then again, his line might have dropped. So let's do this. Let's not go no Let's call him right now. We have a way to call people on the show Because I don't want the enemy to think He thinks he's just scored one in my mind Pastor Chris dropped Pastor drop. Patrick hung up But I don't know that he hung up Let's call him Hey brother Seth Pastor Chris your line dropped My, my phone dropped My fault when Man, I, I picked it up, the phone, it dropped. It's okay. You well, we my name live. live. Everybody can hear you. We're not in the green room right now. We're not in the green Everybody can hear you. So go ahead. What do you think about what Purcell said? You know, I agree with the brother. You know, it's a lot of things I don't agree with. I do not use the Apostle Paul because he said his gospel was to the Gentiles. As a matter of fact, I was looking at something last night and, and the FYI, Western Bible. FYI, hold on, hold on. Huh? Why, uh, just so you know, out of, out of respect for you, just so you know, I'm letting you know ahead of time. I'm putting you on a four-minute timer. Everybody getting to put on the okay. timer. Okay. 
I'm going to read through before then. Okay, I was looking ahead. at a show, and it said that they are more than just Western Christians, of, of which we are. They are a lot more than just Western Christians. Then they went through the Bibles. Our Bible has the least amount of stuff from, you know, from 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 its origin. You know, the Coptic Bible has a lot more books, and so does the Gnostic Bible. But, you know, I, I'm I'm with the brother about, you know, in Christianity, you know, there are a lot of different types of Christianity, and I love all Christians. But as far as I'm concerned, that is true. You know, Christianity does not um, really hold you to a standard. Yeah. You know, just like the brother said, and I agree with him, and I think we have to work to bring that standard back into the fold. You know, but in this country... You know, they said that, excuse me, they said that there's a separation, excuse me, between church and state. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. There's a separation between the two. And they kind of bring it up, but, you know, Christians and other spiritual people have, you know, they have a hard way to go. You know, he was talking about the same-sex marriage thing. You know, that, that is, that, you know, that's, in this country, they look at it legally and not from the Bible. And that's all I have to say, Brother Seth. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, Brother. You're always within your four minutes. I appreciate that. Uh, let's go to uh, Brother LSU at this point. Brother LSU, your line is open. Go ahead and any comments for Pastor Kirk. Hey, hey. And what I'm hey, doing sir. with everybody, when, when y'all done commenting, I'm going to mute you. For time for for the noise sake, so we won't keep talking about noise. So, Pastor Chris, I'm going to mute you. Yeah. If y'all want to come on and, and ask a quick question or something, it's got to be quick, less than ten seconds. You can do that, but press one. LSU, press one. You're the only one with your hand up, so press one now, so your hand will go down. And so, after you comment, after everybody comment, you can come back on and ask a ten second question. Okay. Yeah. So, go ahead, LSU. Oh, is Brother John on the line? Yes. And no, if you can, so, because you... well, okay, well, no, 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 not a problem. Go ahead, brother John, and take your four minutes, please. Yeah. Can anybody hear me? Yes. Go ahead, Priscilla. I wanted to ask you, um, is Sister Eliana on the line? No, everybody on the line. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you if everybody. I mean, everybody's on. Okay. No, okay. Okay. I just saw on the on on the message she said she was here. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Sister Aliana is not on the line for real. I mean, if she can okay, hear okay, me, cool. if, she, if she can hear me, call me, Sister Aliana, if you're on the line, and because my board can't see you. All right, it don't mean okay. I'm right. Sometimes Blog Talk dropped the ball. I had a guy to say his hand was up the other day, and it wasn't. So anyway, y'all, we're trying. Uh, listen, everybody, for the record, our phone calls feed this show. No way in the world is Brother Seth going to see a phone call and, and, and not bring you on. It's just the only thing I ain't saying. That. I'm just saying to that caller, it was, it was Brother Malachi, that said, my hand was up, brother. So if your hand is up, you're going to take a present over all of us. Just know that. Ellis, you'll go right ahead. Okay. Uh, time starting now. Okay, because for, for space of time, it's going to be as direct as possible. I appreciated a great deal of what Purcell said. Um, I'm in disagreement with a whole lot of what he said in regards to 
Hebrew Israelites in regards to purpose and so forth. I personally, physically, am lactose intolerant. And John Clark, who is in transition, as you all know, who came from Africa, uh, has been with me a few days. And John will tell you, not only am I lactose intolerant, but I eat a whole lot of meat. My approach to the word and spiritually is absolutely the same. It's not one iota different. And what the things, the problems that uh, Purcell was laying out and, and what he talked about, the word, the faith, these are things that literally, if you've been in the faith five years or longer, you should have a great understanding in regards to that. But there comes a time where we have to grow up. Paul said when I was a child, spoke as a child, understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put childish things away. So what happens when the emphasis becomes on simply personal relationships? Emphasis on personal relationships creates very selfish believers. And when you amplify that with a message of prosperity, you have believers who are totally self-indulgent. So the world is not their concern. Their concern is only their country club on Sunday, me, myself, and I, my four, and no more. So you don't have a heart for the lost. You don't have a heart for a broken world because all your attention is upon you, and you think the only reason God gave you faith is so you could live comfortably. But that's so inconsistent with the scriptures. And all the problems he laid out, as Pastor Chris clearly said it, those problems are problems that are unique to Christianity. Because Hebrew Israelites, they have zero tolerance for homosexuality. So a lot of the issues that you have problems with in the church, they don't exist among the quote-unquote people who are supposed to be off Hebrew Israelites. So let me move on from that because i got a short time, a long ways to go, short time to get there. Uh, if you turn to John 4, 4, 19, 24, I have it already, so I'll read it for the sake of time. And it says this, John Verse 19 The woman said Sir I have to see that thou art a prophet Our fathers worshipped in this mountain And say that in Jerusalem is the place Men ought to worship Yahweh shall say unto her Woman believe me the hour cometh When you shall neither in this mountain Nor yet at Jerusalem worship the father But the hour cometh and now is When the true worshippers shall worship the father In spirit but also In truth And that's mm-hmm. what the church mm-hmm. Is lacking truth. Absolutely. Yeah, they get very emotionally aroused up. And John Clark on this line, Seth Turner's on this line. I am almost like the Apostle Paul in regard when I say this here. I probably pray in tongue more than most of anybody on this line that are listening. That's how literally me and John basically became acquainted with each other. Seth used to tease me about praying in tongues. So what it means, I know what it means about walking in the Spirit, being led of the Holy Ghost. Having this mind in me, which is the mind of Christ, be no longer conformed to this world, but being transformed by the redoing of my mind, casting down imaginations and every hot thing that exalts itself against the knowledge. I understand all of that, but I'm not a child mm-hmm. anymore. And there are also people who are literally dying from constipation because they become intolerant to milk, and the church does not want to give them meat. Last thing, real quick, I hope, because I know that time is running. I'm going to start with what Purcell began with, and that is in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Matthew chapter 5, 
as you read, I'm going to read this exactly, I'm sorry, 13, because this is the answer. 13, Nobody 13. Wants, everybody wants to get around it, because he said, Pastor Chris said it, he said, Christianity has no standards, and I have a question to ask anybody on this line and listening. How can you have standards when you have no law? Matthew chapter 5, verse 10, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost the Savior, well, with this should be salted. It is distant for good for nothing but to be cast out and trodden down under foot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on the candlestick, it giveth light unto all in the house. It gives us light into all in the house. We spoke of our children. We spoke of this generation. It gives light into all in the house. Mm-hmm. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good works. Now he's talking about mm-hmm. works. Now he's connecting works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And think not that I've come to destroy the law or the prophets. Mm-hmm. I've come not to mm-hmm. destroy but to fulfill. For verily shall I sing unto you to heaven and earth, not heaven and Christianity, not heaven mm-hmm. and the death of the Messiah and the passion of Christ. But until heaven and earth pass away, not one jot of tears, no wise passing the law shall all be fulfilled. Whatsoever does shall break one of the least of these commandments, and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever should do them, should teach them, should be called the great in the kingdom of heaven. The Israelites are calling you back to the truth. That's what unifies. That's what puts us in one mind, one body, one spirit. It is the law of God. And the people who live, a lot of these Christians have issue with, they are the people who are, who are basically calling you back unto the truth. And the last thing is that Purcell, if you see this as in this insignificant, you or anybody else who is listening, it's probably because you're not a student of prophecy. I'm done. Okay. But, John, hold on. Who, I got under four minutes. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got under four minutes. Hold on. That was All right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. a monumental moment. We ought to have a moment of silence on that one. <laughs> what would you say? Well, well I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We won't have a moment of silence, but we'll do something else. We'll do something else. How about this, y'all? How about this? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Ella Shure, Ella Shure, Ella Shure, what was you saying? What were, what were you saying if I if I saw as insignificant? If you was what? You said something about if 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 I or anybody else on the line see this as insignificant. What is it that you were talking about? Now you got prophecy. Quickly, brother Ella Shure. Okay, prophecy, because it, a lot of reasons not understand is we want in looking for a move of God. God is already in the midst of the movement. There are young men and young black men and, and women all over this country and all over the world who are coming, who are, who are dropping their habits, who are dropping their ways of the world. We talked about homosexuality. They don't tolerate it. And what is their emphasis on? They are the last one. Said, let me make this because he asked questions. He was talking about the their emphasis on. They won't, you right, don't understand. He, he was saying your comment, the comment you made. What What did you say earlier? Right. He didn't hear it. No, I was asking him what he meant. What is it that he was asked, what he was saying, that if I or if anybody else on the line saw this as insignificant, I was asking him He was him saying what you wouldn't understand pro- end-time prophecy. Go ahead, Elisha. 
Well, what I was saying, that's what I was, cause that's what I was playing, is that if you do not end time, if you not, if you're not, if you're not a student of prophecy, what you see going on around with these young men, black men and women all throughout the world, not just in the United States of America, is that you will have no understanding as to what's going on with them because you don't see the significance of it because you have no engagement with prophecy. But the reality is, is that the very covenant that we believe on, that we stand on, was built by what the foundations of the apostles of the prophets, Yahweh, Hamashiach, whom the Western world calls Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. the Bible says in Revelations mm-hmm. that Yahweh, Hamashiach, the one you call Jesus Christ, is the spirit of prophecy. As a matter of fact, he told mm-hmm. the people, he said, that he, told, he told the Israelites, he said, you search high and low to make one proselyte, to make one convert, but you make them twice the child of the devil. He said, the scriptures of they which testify of me. So everything that this Messianic believer teaches uh, or preaches is I'm telling you, literally, it can't miss Christ because it's all about Christ. When I read you the Old Absolutely. Testament, you can't not do nothing but see Christ in it. But what happens is that, again, you don't see the significance of it if you don't see the significance of prophecy. And there's no way I can convince you that. Only the Holy Spirit can convince you of that, how important prophecy is. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I I, I, I totally agree with that. I'm not uh, negating prophecy at all. Uh, That's not my position at all, at all. Let me make that crystal. Um, Prophecy actually uh, teaches us what's next. What's next And oftentimes what has happened with the body of Christ Is we're so caught up in what God said That we're not hearing what God is saying So absolutely Prophecy is what moves us forward So I'm, I'm with you on that Absolutely I'm with you on that Absolutely Absolutely so, Well you know 98% okay, okay. Hold, on hold on a second Hold on a second Hold on a second We got to get Brother John in here and then we're gonna we're just doing no, just four. Everybody just got of, four. I'm just saying okay. to him that ninety eight percent of prophecy is concerned with Israel. Ninety eight percent of it has to do with mm-hmm. Israel. Mm-hmm. That's, that is true. Mm-hmm. All right, but John. Yes. Can you hear me, my brother? Okay, so I think that a. A lot of what we do on Five Smooth Stones is we talk about the church, we talk about the law. And what causes confusion, and I've said this before, is that when you say the church, are you talking about the ecclesia? Are you talking about the born-again believer? Are you talking about the way? All of those are the same. Or are you talking about Constantinian Christianity or some other form of Christianity? And... Importantly, especially at the last show, when you talk about the law, are you talking about the law of sin and death? Are you talking about the law of faith, as in Romans 2? Are you talking about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which is in Romans 8? We have conversations, and we throw these words around, and we respond to a person's comments and it's almost as if we haven't taken into consideration exactly what they are referring to. And they should, we should, I said it before, we should have to give an understanding of exactly who we're talking about. Because what Purcell has stated, if you're talking about Constantinian Christianity, I agree with it 100%. Because 
We are in Babylon, and that's what's to be expected in Constantinian Christianity. We expect the church to capitulate to the government. If you look at Elijah or Elisha and the prophets of Baal, those were, the, again, the, the showdown on the mountain. Elijah, he went to God subsequently and was like, I'm like the only one left. You know, just take my life. And the Most High told him that I have 7,000 men who have not bowed their knee to Baal. Was Israel in a state of apostasy? Yes. Yes, they were. But I had 7,000. Not 6,999 and not 7,001. He said 7,000 specifically because it was all under control. That's his perfect number. It was all under control. And if you consider who are the false prophets now, who are they? The false prophets are not the prophets of Baal, the prophets of Ashra, the prophets of Chemosh. Those were prophets of other gods. That's who they were. False prophets are prophets who purport to be the prophets of the Most High God, but they don't speak his word. Those are, that's what a false prophet is, and that's what we have in the church, unfortunately. And when I say the church, the Constantinian church, the people who are of the way, they normally do not have a position of power to be able to speak. We're peppered throughout that congregation. But if you were to speak with them, they would have the same disdain that you have with church. I'm actually glad my kids don't go to church. That's just one other barrier that I would have to fight through to be able to get them to understand things. My son reads like I read, and he prays like I pray. My daughter's not so much. But I'd rather just be able to not have to fight through Christianity to get to them as opposed to them being deeply, deeply rooted into a Constantinian uh, Christian church. And that's just me. So all I say is this. Let's make a distinction about what we're talking about. I, me and L still have to get into it about this law. That's the last show. But we'll get to that at some point in time. But the point is that he's a born-again believer. He is a, he is a person who is of the way, born of water, born of the spirit. And that's the only way you're getting into the kingdom. And I believe everyone on this line is the same. But everyone that you call church, they are not. And so that's the reason why it looks so so negative. But if you, if you talk to the people who are of the way, born of water, born of the spirit, they're the ones who are sighing and like, oh, my God, when they see Obama saying it's okay to have Christian marriage and all, we're the ones that will be like, golly, I can't believe this. We're the ones that do that. Why? Because we understand that this is inconsistent with God, but we are in Babylon. It's absolutely consistent with them. The prophets of the false prophets, they were paid by the state. Here we have 50123. I was going to say, why in the world does that sound so much louder on John? I'll take I'll take that as a sign. I'm done. Uh, I'm listening for the remainder of the show. 
Brother John, Brother John, please, please, go ahead. Y'all have to see what no, I'm no, looking I really at. Was done. If it's not slid to the left, earlier it went off and I didn't hear it. So, so listen, go ahead, roll over a minute, not a problem. No, no, I actually was done. Um, it was perfect timing. Add a minute anyway. Well, there's, there's nothing more to be said aside from we should always make a distinction. Because when we say the church, we don't know if we're talking about the ecclesia, the called out assembly. There was one that came out of Egypt. They were in the in the desert. That was the called out assembly in in the wilderness. And then there's the other called out assembly that's spiritual. That's the people who knew God, who were sons of God before we ever came to this earth. Before I before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. He told Jeremiah, "That's us, right? And we are the called out assembly." So whenever we say church, if we don't make a distinction, you have someone debating you, and they're talking about the ecclesia, and you're talking about the Constantinian church. If you talk about the law, are you talking about the law of sin and death, or are you talking about the Mosaic law? Are you talking about the law of faith, as in Romans 2, or are you talking about, again, the, 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 the Levitical law? It's important that we make the distinction because we waste time Amen. arguing or debating things that we could have just passed on when we realized we were both on the same page. We're talking about two different things. And I'm done. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, Purcell, I want to ask you a question real quick. Uh, Please. Go ahead. You, have, you was going to say something. But I wanted to ask you if I can comment. Because you did say you wanted Please. to co-host with you our time that we set to be 15 minutes, and then we bring them on for four. So were you going to comment on something John was saying before I say anything? Oh, I was going to say uh, – Um, I had written down something similar to what he had said uh, previous. Um, I said well, well, talking Purcell, about living an abominable lifestyle. Let me um, let me let me do I this think, because it's your show. Let me let me do this. I know you said you wanted me to help you co-host, but the way this is flowing, I think you need to just go further. But under the you asking me to host with you, I want to add one little thing, and then you can go the whole full term like you did last time. Okay? Okay. So, again, I'm just going to say my little say here, and then you go as long as you want. Folks, we will roll over tonight, just the way this is going. And I'm going to let determine on how long we roll over. But let me go ahead and tell y'all right now, if you're listening online and you want to get involved with the conversation, call the number right there in front of you, 914-205-5590. All right? Because at 10 o'clock we're going to lose everybody online because we're only contracted to 10, but we always um, roll over. So those of you on the phone lines, do not hang up. After 10, because you won't be able to get back. And don't be shy, y'all, on the phone lines. Press 1 if you want to comment in the chat room. Go ahead and ask your question for any of the uh, any of the voices you're hearing, and we'll get you on. But really quickly, first of all, there's a lot of things on the table, actually. You brought up a lot. So I just want to hone in on one thing you said, because I fear my role on the Internet with these same young people you're talking about. So I want to say this. Whatever we do on this Five Smooth Stone Network, 
I'll pick friends that I felt, number one, love people. Now, some people have, I think, some um, bitterness, to be honest, against white people. I ain't stupid. But I think they're trying to love white people. I don't think it's that pure hate, especially the hate that we get from a lot of our white brothers and sisters. They ain't trying to kill white people nothing. I think most people here love the most high. They believe in the scriptures and so forth, and they're trying their best to live this thing. Again, Percy, I'm going to go for a few minutes, and I'm going to turn this over to you. You can go as long as you want. Then we get some final uh, comments from everybody and wrap up this show. With regards to the five suits song and what we do every Monday and Thursday, when we talk about us being Israelites, the reason this is not just, it's important. It's up there with salvation is number one. Two and three And there may be another truth that's even more important I can't think of But I guarantee in the top ten You have to know who Israel is I mean you gotta know Because the Bible is talking about her What she went through How she introduced the nations to God How the nations learned about God What the Father's gonna Like Elisha would say You gotta understand prophecy If our young people truly are Israel this scripture is telling you what they're going to be thinking, what they're going to be going through, how to reach them. That's why I agree with what he said. You've got to understand prophecy. And understanding prophecy, you must know who Israel is. So for a pastor to be sitting up talking to a thousand Israelites or 500 Israelites, and he never tell them you're fulfilling prophecy and you're going through this and you're going through that, and I know that, you, you know, the Father put us in this the strange land say it like that This is not your land That'll make them feel a sense of Oh okay wow If we never go back to Israel Just know this ain't your land So you won't have All type of Need to see counselors when things don't work out And all this suicide rate And America's not going to make sense Just real quick I was born again I was born again when I first heard Laying hands on the sick. Yes, I was. I can't lie. Gifts of the Spirit was operating. Not all of them, but a few of them in my life. I had problems with uh, our people and didn't even know it. So I found out why we do what we do. Didn't know I was trusting white folks more than I did. Didn't even know it. So you have to know Israel. As the Most High is going to look like he's just picking on us. Number two, you're not going uh, to, and I'm spelling Yahweh. I always like to spell it Yahweh, Y-A-W-E-H, really quickly. Y stand for Yahweh look like he's partial to us. A, anger. There's an anger we have towards each other. It manifests itself in disrespect, not patronizing each other. There's a there's a intolerance we have. That's why brothers can shoot each other so quickly. We really can't stand each other. Yeah, we know what happened to us and all that, but we don't have much patience. Our women don't hear us so long talk about this white man, and they're done with us too. There's an anger. There's a disrespect we have. You won't understand that you know Israel. Once I found out we Israel, it went away. I understand why we're in a situation here. I understand why we can't trust each other. I understand why we idolize the white man more. H, spelling Yahweh, Y-A-H, hindrance. No longer do I see white folks as our hindrance. They were merely used by the Most High. Some of them took it too far, and they're going to be judged for it. But the bulk of why we're in American slaves and all this stuff is because Motai said he would allow it to happen. It would have happened to us. How can I be mad at white folks when it's our forefathers I'm mad at? 
So I don't look at white people like a lot of people do. Used to. I see them so, I feel sorry for them at times. We are those people. We royalty. They're not. They're no-name people. So they're no longer a hindrance. W, I'm spelling Yahweh, W-Y-A-H-W. The word of God makes absolutely no sense where Israel is concerned if you don't understand we Israelites. You might as well put the Bible down and just like Paul say, just stay on the milk. You can't go further without understanding this Bible. It's not just Daniel and, 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 and Jeremiah and Revelation. You can't understand a lot of what's going on with us if we are truly them people. We are those people. The word of God is not going to make sense. The Bible says when Israel is disobedient, all the nations rule over them. If those Jews, which most church think they are, is the real Jews, and we know they're in disobedience, why are they controlling the world? That's the, the Bible is contradicting each other it, itself. Spelling Yahweh W, oh, excuse me, Y-A-H-W-E, E, E stands for East. In the East, there is a big scramble on the Gaza Strip for some land. They're always fighting. It makes the, it, it puts a black eye in the minds of Israel or the Jews or the Bible because of how those people are acting. We can squash that by saying, it's neither one of y'all's land. Some of them say, well, that ain't going to change. Yes, it will. If the whole world knows that, sooner or later they're going to quit acting, trying to act out something that's not theirs because everybody's going to be gonna be the laughing stock of the world. It's neither one of y'all's land. Israel's been scattered out the four corners. H, the final letter. Ha, ha, ha. Laughing stock to the nations. We may be that right now, but once we find out they know who we are, we will not be the laughing stock. And just like they, all these people had all this unimaginable alliance to Israel, all this money going to Israel, all this patient going to Israel. They have the most lobbyists on capital here. All this power and mighty muscle this nation has because people think they are the true Jews. Once they know we are, you talking about aid and help and militaries and people, we won't have to we don't even need a military. So this is why I go way over with this message. I do keep Christ the center. But all these things, it's past the door of Christ. And we will revisit and go back to the teachings, the elementaries of Christ. But I can't have a show that just only talk about the door. Go ahead, uh, it's in your hands. And everybody, we will roll over tonight, so just be prepared. Go ahead, uh, Purcell. Okay. So, again, we are... in my opinion, with the mind I got, first of all, you can't understand scripture apart from the Holy Ghost anyway. Okay? I understand that. It's him that brings revelation and understanding. I understand that. Uh, I understand what you just said. Uh also, sir, I understand that. Purcell, I understand that. Listen, for time's yeah. sake, let me tell you how much time you got. Just because I got to wrap up at 25. That's the longest I can do any show. So 25, if you subtract 4 times 4, 16, 15. So if we go 25, <laughs> so you can go to 10 we don't, we don't after. 20, listen, just so you know, you can go 20 minutes uninterrupted at this time. you got a lot on your heart, brother. It's okay. And that gives us four minutes, and we'll be wrapped up around 25 after. 
Okay. Okay, so we this is this is let me just say this, okay. We are God's people. I have I have a different perspective as to um, our effectiveness or our, our impact impact that we have in the earth. Okay. Just because of of who I am, of who we are, I have a different impact. It almost sounds like we're waiting for different things to happen when in fact we have uh, the authority to actually call those things which be not as though they were. We can actually um, will things uh, into existence because of the Christ living on the inside of us. Um, the Bible said in Ephesians, I believe it is, chapter 3 and verse 20, it said that he's uh, the God that can do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or even think according to the power that worketh in us. One of the reasons why I say my confidence is in the power of God. Because I know it's not I, but it's him working through me that makes the difference. It's, it's, it's his super or my natural that makes the difference. Um, this, he wished that no, one, no man would perish. Okay? We hold the trump card. We hold the trump card and have, yeah, we're in Babylon, you know, yeah. But does that mean we acquiesce? We just say, oh, well, this is what, it is what it is. It, it, does that mean we just take the position, it is what it is, and we allow the world to do whatever it is they want to do? I think not. I think not. With the mind I got, I think not. I just walk a little bit differently. Um, I don't accept everything. I just, I just can't. Number one, here, here's a scripture that's very commonly uh, quoted. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Second Corinthians five seventeen. If any man be in Christ. Purcell, quickly, yeah. I forgot. You do have an audio. I don't know if you want me to play that or not, if you want to scratch it, but just so you, as a reminder to you. Uh, I think we passed that one. We passed that audio. Uh, we missed. I think we missed the window for that audio. Okay, go right ahead. <clears throat> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I may, I may finish with it. Um, but here, here's, here's what I'm. Here's what I'm. What I was saying. Um, if any man be in Christ. Okay. Any man being in Christ. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Now the caveat to that particular scripture is 
in Christ. Okay? What that simply means is I have the mind of Christ. If I, I wrote something down. Let me see. Where did I put that? I wrote something down. If I think like Christ, here it is. Uh, let's see what I said. I said, since I've been saved, I've come to realize our God is less concerned about be, us being perfect and more about, more, most concerned about us changing the way we think. Not just change the way we think, but adopting the mind of Christ. Because it is us operating in the mind of Christ that will allow us to advance the kingdom of God. So we have to have a kingdom mindset. Okay? We have a kingdom mindset. I believe we can move this gospel forward. That's what I believe. If I believe if we think like Christ, if we think like royalty, if, if we think like royalty, we will act like royalty. Royalty acquiesce only to the king. Whatever the king says, that settles it. Our behavior is going to be kingly. If I believe that I'm a king and a priest. If I believe that, then I'm going to act like it. But um, when, when, when John was saying what he was saying, and I was saying that I wrote something down, um, this is what I wrote. Living an abominable lifestyle, or more importantly, a false balance, is living a life of compromise or living a lie. When you have one set of rules in front of one group and another set of rules in front of church people or slash believers, that's those people who Jesus said, these people honor me with their lips, but their mouth or mouth, lips or mouth, either one, but their hearts are far from me. See, this is what I was talking about in the beginning when I said the state of the body of Christ is a matter of the heart. We don't love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our strength. We don't. Um, We have so many heart issues. We allow ourselves to be swayed so easily. Here's another thing I wrote down. I said most of the time when we're deceived or drawn away, it's by our own desires, ideas, theories, and or traditions. I ran across a scripture uh, yesterday in my study time that talked about um, Holding, 
holding the law, no, holding the um, the traditions of men in higher esteem than the commandments of God. This is this is the type of stuff that we're dealing with. We are um, we are playing second fiddle as King's kids to tradition, the traditions of men. We've gotten away from the will of God and the word of God. We are living abominable lifestyle. I hear what you all are saying about us, uh, about uh, we're in Babylon. But I also understand that we're in this world, but not of this world. And because we're not of this world or of this Babylon, then we should have a different take. We should have a different mindset. We should have a different attitude towards this and not, well, this is Babylon, so this, this, this is what we do. This is what's going to happen. This is how it works. I don't, I don't particularly see it that way. I don't particularly um, accept that idea or that position. I don't. Otherwise, what, what, what does it profit me to be a king's kid? If I'm still subject to, or if I allow myself to still be subject to the Babylonian God or the Babylonian way, that that don't make that don't compute for me. That don't make sense for me. I might as well just I might as well just go back to the world. If, I, if I'm going to take that position, I might as well just go back to the world and say, you know what? Because, I mean, I, I was, it was fun. I ain't going to lie to you. My life of sin was fun. Okay? So if, if I have now accepted this, uh, this higher standard, but I'm still going to acquiesce to my lower nature, then what is the point? What is the point? There is no benefit to me being a king's kid. That's, that's my take. That's where I'm at. We, we number one, we, I realize that we lost the rulership and authority in the in the uh, in the garden, because of the sin of Adam, I realized that. But we we it was given back. What God is, I believe, what what God is trying to do is get us back to the original plan, which is for us to rule and reign, and and have a and and, and operate under His authority. But if we just gonna sit back and say, well, you know what? It's about this Babylon, you know. So I mean, Babylon got to run its course. 
I don't see the benefit in identifying myself as a king's kid. If I can't, if I don't have the power to decree a thing, declare and decree a thing, and believe and believe and not doubt, according to the scripture, then I'm just. I'm just uh, a script. There's a scripture that says, I'm just like one beating the air. Like shadow boxing. Ain't hitting nothing. Ain't hitting on nothing. I'm just out here. And I refuse. I refuse. I refuse uh, to allow my mind to believe that I refuse I refuse there's been too many that have gone before me many of you might know the story of Smith Wigglesworth whose wife died right laying right next to him and he commanded that life come back into her body and it was so I believe I believe, ladies and gentlemen, I personally believe the word of the Lord. I believe in signs, wonders, and miracles. This is something you don't hear about a whole lot no more in the church or in the body of Christ. Signs, wonders, and miracles. The Bible said these signs shall follow them that believe. I believe it. I believe I can call those things which be not as though they were. I believe that the hearts of my children will at some point, some point soon, be turned back to the Father. I believe it. I believe this word is true. I believe it. I believe it. I reference David. I would have seen it had I not believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe to see it. But I also am going to be very actively uh making an impact so that we can see it. I'm not just going to sit idly by and say it is what it is. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to declare and I'm going to decree. What is the, uh, what does the word say in, uh, believe it's, Job 22 and 28, I think. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. I want to read it because I don't want to misquote it. But I believe it's Job. Job, let's see. 22 and 28, I believe. Let me see. Let me go there. This is what it says. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established 
unto thee. Thou shalt also decree a thing. I'm decreeing and declaring on a daily basis. As a matter of fact, I'm on a line every morning that's dedicated to declaring and decreeing. It is the responsibility of the believer to shift the atmosphere. I don't care what's going on. This is how I, this is the, the, the way I think with the mind I got. I don't care what's going on. It is the responsibility of the believer. It is my responsibility of the salt. It is my responsibility as the light of the world. Can you hear that? The light of the world. I'm the light of the world. I am that city that setteth on a hill that cannot be hid. I am blessed coming and blessed going. I am blessed in my uprising and blessed in my lying down. I am the righteousness of God. Not only am I the righteousness of God, but I am an ambassador of Christ, of the Christ. I'm an ambassador in the earth. In other words, I'm a representative of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So absolutely, I am going to decree a thing and expect it to be established. Why? Because the scripture said, according to your expectation, be it unto you. I believe this stuff. I don't just quote these scriptures. I believe them. I believe there's power in the word. I believe there's power in my word, the word in my mouth. I believe that. When I operate, like I said, I don't believe I don't care what's going on. It's my it's my responsibility to change the atmosphere. I told a nurse at work who was speaking damnation on a man that they she believed was dying because of number one, his habits. He's a smoker and he's been diagnosed with COPD. Not only has he been diagnosed with COPD, but he has brain cancer. I rebuked her right there at work. And I began to pray for this man and I told and I I called the 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 spirit of healing or the angels of healing from the north to south, the east and the, and the west, on his behalf. And I told him that the father was, was, was going to send his healing virtue to move throughout his body. I want you to know that the very next day, they had to admit him to the hospital. And then he came back three days later from the hospital. What caused them to put him in the hospital in the first place is the fact that he was struggling with his breathing. He couldn't breathe. And the nurse was standing there. She wasn't saying this to him, but she was saying to us, he's going to die. I mean, he's just going to die. That's just, just what it is, you know? And I said, no, you, you out of order. I said, you are his nurse. I said, and you have the power of life and death in your mouth. You need to be speaking life over him, not death. 
But what was happening with her was she was uh, she was uh, operating from her own will or her own um, place of experience because she had just lost a daughter to cancer. And I said, no, you have the power of life and death in your mouth. Now, long story short, this man came back to the nursing home three days later. He came back much better. I'm talking way better. You don't understand how much better I'm trying to, to, to convey to you. This man said to me, I told him, I said, I told you. He said, I know. I'm a living witness. He said, you saw what I go, I was going through? I said, yep, I saw it. I said, and I told you God was going to hear you. He said, I'm a living witness, man. I'm a living witness. He started talking in faith. Then he says to me, because I was pushing him in his wheelchair back to his room, and he had an IV. He said, Porsche, he calls me Porsche. He said, Porsche, if I didn't have this IV, I would walk to my room. He said, if I didn't have this IV, I would walk to my room. Three days before that, he couldn't breathe. I am the salt of the earth. I was chosen to change the atmosphere. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what's happening around me. I was chosen to change the atmosphere. You were chosen to change the atmosphere. We have to speak in faith. In every situation, we speak in faith. We believe God. The Bible said, let every man be a lie and God be true. I believe the report of the Lord. I'm not saying that clichéically. I believe the report of the Lord. Now, you can say what you want, but I believe the report of the Lord. If he had died, I believe, like, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. If he don't deliver him, I know he was able. But as long as I live, I'm going to speak in faith. I'm going to walk in faith. I'm going to declare and decree the word of the Lord. Over every situation In everything I'm going to give thanks For this is the will of God In Christ Jesus concerning me In everything I'm going to give thanks I'm going to continue to believe That all things work together for good To them that love God And to them that are called according to his purpose I'm going to continue to believe That no weapon formed against me Will be able to prosper And every tongue that rises against me in judgment Will be condemned I'm going to continue to believe it 
and I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to continue to believe that whatever I ask in faith, believing and not doubting, I can have it. I'm going to continue to believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm going to continue to believe that in its proper context. I'm going to believe that because I was chosen to change the atmosphere. In every situation, we can never lose sight of the fact that we are chosen. Number one of God, we're God's chosen generation. We are his holy nation, royal priesthood. Chosen to change the atmosphere. We gotta believe that, man. We gotta believe it. And I'm finishing with this. I really believe that God is raising up a remnant to take this take this world by storm. There's some people that God is establishing. For the marketplace, change the atmosphere. There's some people that God is establishing for Congress to change the atmosphere. There's people that God is establishing for the cabinet to change the atmosphere. There's uh, people that God is establishing in our local government to change the atmosphere. He's setting up people all over the world to change the atmosphere. And we got to believe that. The way I believe it and know is because John 4, I think uh, Elishua alluded to this. But John 4 and 24 said, God is spirit. And he works and he's Speak as such to worship him in spirit and in truth. The truth of the matter is we are the salt of the earth. We're the light of the world. We're the city that's set on the hill that cannot be hid. We are that people. Progenitors. With a representative, representative, we need to represent Christ. Represent Christ to this dying world. And again, I'm 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 a close with this. The things that are hindering us with that. not knowing who we are, not knowing the word of God, not obeying the word of God, and not heeding the voice of God. One more time, not knowing who we are. That's, that's apex. That's very important uh, for the Five Smooth Stones Network. That's one of the uh, staples 
that we that we uh, convey is who we are. Who we are. We need to know who we are. Whether we can act like who we are. We change the way we think. We change the way we act. We change the way we live. It's as simple as that. I believe it was uh uh. What's the name that said, when we know better, we do better? Um, I can't think of a name right now, but we need to know who we are. We need to know the word of God. We need to obey the word of God. The Bible said, I believe in uh, Jeremiah 1 and 19, Isaiah 1 and 19, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. We need to obey the word of God and we need to heed the voice of God. When you hear God say, move, move. When you hear God say, be still, be still. You hear God say, speak up, speak up. You hear God say, pray, Pray. You hear God say, give that person a word. Give them a word. Give them the word. Purcell. And I'm I'm finished, but we're the salt of the earth, man. We're the salt of the earth. It's that simple. We need to act like it. Well, Priscilla, I appreciate that, man. We got to wrap up. As you know, we're going to wrap up at 25, and I think it's 21, so we can't give everybody four minutes. So everybody's going to have to do your thing in like 30 seconds. Um, and, uh, again, y'all, um, Priscilla, if we can, just wrap up here. I mean, what you're saying is I don't want to stop you, man, because it's all good. It's all really, really good. I'm not just saying that just to have a show. It's really important. It's it's relevant. It's it's. I hope that we haven't um Move past that uh, that 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 heartfelt uh, calling, that the teachings. Uh, I would like to think we, we are on that vein, but it's good to have these shows where we just kind of revisit a lot of these things because if we have some kind of let way left the old landmark, and I don't have too much pride to say we we you know we could we could have. Uh, I thank you for returning it, okay? So I, I, I try my best with this network to just do what the Father is saying. And, and like I say, Purcell, and this is my final, <laughs> then we're going to come to um, the rest of everybody. But, folks, Purcell is spot on. You know, the standard has to be raised. And, folks, please know Purcell is in a typical church. Not a typical church, but he's in what? A lot of people do on Sundays. And now listen how he's talking. Is he Constantine Christianity? Is he for people of the way? I think, Brother John, I appreciate him sharing that distinction because there is a distinction within the body of Christ. But before you lump everybody, I want you all to understand something very clearly. Purcell, when do you go to church? On Saturday or Sunday? We go on Sunday. Okay, so do That's I. Another thing, too. I never mentioned my church. I apologize. I have never mentioned my church. Well, listen, the name we, of my church is the Wilderness Center. Okay, it's called we, the Wilderness it, Center. We're the most non-traditional church you would ever see. Well, we got to wrap up. So, 
but let me just say this really quickly, and then we're going to go and get some finals. And I do, y'all, if you ever talk within the time frame, because i got to be leaving at 25. I've got like two minutes. But just really quickly, really quickly, I mean real quick for me, I appreciate what you per se. I appreciate what you tried to say. I asked you about what church you go to because I was going to just make it, make it, make it plain. I was going to make it plain that a lot of people I know talk like Purcell and they worship on Sunday. They call on Jesus. They don't say Yahweh, Yeshua, none of that. So this is what I mean by we have to be very careful how we present that. And I think John did an excellent job. I couldn't even come behind him because we probably need to talk about who are we talking about in these churches because the church house is, is, is there's, I'm not going to say full, but every church is not full, obviously, but there's a lot of people in every church, Some every church, that would think like Purcell. And we got to remember that. We got to remember that, brothers and sisters. Again, they are the most powerful institution, powerful force on the earth. I've said enough. Uh, Brother John, your line is now open. Hold on, we had here from Pastor Chris in a while. Let me go to Pastor Chris I.L. I'd like to get him on first. Pastor Chris, go ahead and give you a final day. We'll go to Brother John and L. Oh, sure. You know. I would like to say that I, it's a lot that I agree with the brother, but I'm kind of like El Yeshua. Uh, it's a lot that I disagree, but, you know, I'm at a, at, a, at a point that we have to love everybody, Christians, and, you know, all of us have a different of it. And I have you, but it was good tonight. I appreciate the brother Purcell. And I'm just asking if he came from, if his people came from Louisiana, because Poche is a French name. And a lot of black people in uh, Louisiana have French names. So um, I enjoyed it tonight. It was excellent. Thanks, bro. Thank you. And, yeah, we are we all over New Orleans. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, okay. brother. That's my home house, so New Orleans. Is that right? Yes, oh, sir. We're going to talk offline. We're going to talk offline, man. Yes, sir. We definitely have to do that. All right. I appreciate you. I definitely hey, let's go to LSU. Oh, hey, again, uh, good show, good show. Uh, I'm sorry, good show, good show. Um, I wish the ho- the co-host would have spoken as much as literally we've spoken four minutes out of a 165-minute show. Uh, if that was the case, we could have just listened in. But I would say this in regard to what you stated. Hold on, uh, hold, on, hold, on. LSU, hold on, hold on, hold on a second, hold on. Hold on a second. That wasn't cool. Hold on. Hold on. It's his show. Remember I said no, to everybody. I just got to say this. I'm going to be out in 15 seconds. That wasn't cool. You spoke no, what a lot you of did. show. You, you, spoke, you spoke a lot of hold on, hold on. Hold on. You spoke a lot of show. We gonna keep Four it in minutes. peace. Hold on. Four minutes. Hold on. I could have just listened. Okay. Ella Shure. It's Purcell's show. He can say I'm not taking co-hosts, and we still show up and listen and support him. You spoke a while, and when it was time for us to speak, last show, you didn't even allow the, one of the times, you didn't even allow the co-host to speak at all. Remember that now. Let's be fair, okay? He 
when I say to Sister Eliana and yourself and anybody doing shows on these specials, you can talk the whole show and not take calls to the end. So you can't make that call, okay? So I'm going to open your line back up. Just let's be fair, okay? The brother was very important what he had to say. And if he don't, it's his show. I don't know what else to say. Going back, open up the line, uh, Brother Elishua. If you want to go ahead and finish, go right here, brother. Again, in 30 seconds, we're wrapping up. Y'all, I got to go to work. He's finished. You can go ahead and go to work. I'm finished Okay, as well. Brother John, any, any, any last words, please? No. Okay. Well, let me just say this, Purcell, to you. I really appreciate how you did your show. There's no right or wrong way. There isn't. You could have spoke the whole show and literally take calls at the very end, and that would have been fine. We just got to give each other respect. Some of us are long-winded. We know who we are, and that's okay. That's why I vow. Purcell, I'm just going to be honest. Out of the 15 minutes, I kept saying, how am I going to speak half only seven minutes? I didn't do that tonight. I didn't say hardly anything as far as my seven, as far as going half. I thought you you said, Seth, I want you to host with me, and I figured we go 50-50. You see, I didn't do that tonight because of how you was talking. Sometimes we have to roll with each other like that. I don't mean to just get off on you. I think it was a very good show. I think the Holy Spirit spoke through you. I think you made it clear how you feel. I think everybody know how you feel about the Israelite question. You went down in it. You're just saying there's weightier matters. And you, Purcell, that was like Pastor Chris say. That was a beautiful show. I'm not just saying that just to be saying something. Okay? I really appreciate you and the most high appreciate you for what you've done tonight. All right. Well, I appreciate the five slow stones. Uh, I appreciate uh, the opportunity. Um, again, we're signing off from uh, Thought Life Kingdom Ministries. Uh, we got work to do, y'all. That's the that's the absolute rock bottom line. Um, so, uh, Seth, I know you got to go to work. Uh, I'll be on Instagram uh, on Monday uh, coming up next week. Uh, I'll be starting out on Monday uh, at uh, 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock on Instagram. My Instagram is Thought Life Ministries, Thought Life Ministries, Thought Life Ministries on Instagram. Um, We'll be going on and sharing with us, says the Lord. Uh, I believe I've got a, a, word, a word of prophecy on today that I receive. I receive it. It said, son, that you will be, you'll be moving from uh, a storage house to a distribution center. I'm moving you from a storage house to a distribution center. Um, so, um, I don't have time to share what that meant because we did explain it. But again, Thought Life Kingdom Ministry signing off, Cincinnati, Ohio, for selling Del Porsche. Love you all. It's not a thing you can do about it. And I look forward to our uh, broadcast on Sunday. God bless yes, you. yes, yes. Uh, and Sister Sunday, everybody, Sister Eliana is going to be sharing. Um, and then on Monday, Ella Shore, I'm sure, will be sharing. Uh, again, y'all, I just want to thank Purcell 
uh, uh, for what he has shared tonight. I felt like it really was in spite of the Most High, you know. Um, I really do. I feel like it was a reminder. And uh, let me explain something on this Five Smooth Stone Network, y'all. I try to blow up everybody. I try to blow up everybody because I really believe in all these guys. I feel like Ellis Show what he did on Monday was great. And then and uh, I just I really 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 thank everybody for their contribution, okay. But there's no big eyes and little use. I, I I could care less about how much somebody know. My question is how loving are you? How humble are you? My my, my thing is how, how the gifts of the spirit. That's more important than how deep you can go, or how you can talk about stuff nobody else know. And uh, I apologize if I kind of came off the wrong way or whatever, but I just felt like we just heard from the Father, and I just didn't didn't like what LSU had to say. I just just didn't like that. I just didn't. You know, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I got to go to work, but this would be worth being laid over. I just didn't appreciate that because we really paid homage to him and shared with him and let him go on and, and his show, and that's okay. He could do what he wanted on his show. So let let y'all let's when we have these shows, because we don't talk off air, y'all believe it not, like we should. I mean, I mean, we talk on, but, but this is something I want to say to everybody. When we do our specials, however way somebody want to do it, that's how they want to do it. Let's love on them and support them. I appreciate Pastor Chris, his words, his class. You know, I I disagree with a lot of what I heard. But, you know, I appreciate that. Then he talked about the New Orleans. This is the way we've got to roll. We've got to respect people and keep them intact. You know, I'm so over people uh, 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 just know-it-alls. I don't have time for it. Kingdom, it can't fit in the kingdom. So Purcell Porsche, I've been knowing you a long time. If you ever spoke a word from the Most High, that was that word tonight. And you didn't have to open the phone lines at all, and it would have been okay with by me. Ella Shure, you spoke well on Monday, full of information. Appreciate it. Didn't mind holding my tongue on Monday or tonight. Love every single one of you. See you on Sunday, and there's nothing you can do about it. My God is
I got it awesome, the world is full of iconic figures The people praise them, they stock us up in a high percentage The giants in our eyes, the sky's the limit The picture painted is larger than life, but God is bigger Your God is greater I weigh them on the scale like cracks and gators Found that only God can save us And God is gracious, that's who we flock to In the day of trouble, and will we blow it like hot food it's all official, nobody's greater for Sean Mitchell You got it right with that song, it echoes the heart of scripture Yeah, they wonder why we so serious It's cause Jesus Christ is also man, period Okay, my Jesus is yeah. the the king of kings And he's God on earth My Messiah born and raised to give us all a second birth And from heaven he came down, down to free all that we're about Oh God, the four and twenty fell down, casting down their crowns Heals me. 